Hey, what's up, y'all? What's good? What's so, your tea? This is our. This two, is our anniversary. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Wait. Do you know what today is? Hey, it's our anniversary. Hey. Uh, uh. <laughs> Should I put that in? <laughs> I forgot that song. Yeah. Did you? I think you did it last time. I'll put that in. I'm going to put it right here. Boom. All I really want to say, darling, today is a special day to call my own. So take me in your arms and hold me and tell me you love me. Like we just started, yeah. but we're two years in. Damn, yeah, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Shit. So we want to thank y'all for supporting us for so long. If for you've been here from the so beginning, long. and if you just got here, this episode, welcome. <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> and. Me and me are still together, bitch. Right. And <laughs> y'all thought we couldn't up. hang in there. But we hanging in there. We happy. Because Fuck y'all you. anniversary aligns with our anniversary, right? Kinda. Yeah, kinda. Kinda, yeah. We've been Y'all been together talking. for Yeah, we were Yeah. When we did y'all make started, it official? Yeah, we made it official like what was it? Like maybe like within the first couple weeks of the podcast. Like we started, like when me when we started, me and you was already hanging out a lot. We were, I'd, and then you mm-hmm. was just so happened like, hey, Diamond, I have a friend, and yeah, y'all was in the dating stage podcast? in the beginning. Yeah, and then that. like yeah. we got together. Yeah, yeah. so yes, some memories happening. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, what is some of y'all favorite memories of the past year? Where do I start? <laughs> One of them I well, know is when Mia Tuck started burning. On the show? Yeah. <laughs> what? And then she screamed. When has my tuck been burning on the show? <laughs> it was what it pinched you one good time and then you screamed. Oh. And I wanna let y'all know that I cut it out. <laughs> Why y'all playing? Acting like I don't be cutting stuff out. I cut stuff out a lot. Right. <laughs> and also when uh Diamond was like, What the fuck Jared gonna do, bitch? 
<laughs> when you was in Syracuse and there was this white lady named Rachel. Oh. I think it was Money's neighbor. And she was about to throw, what the fuck <laughs> you were going to do, bitch? Wait, wait. We got to explain this story. So, wait. So, we went to um, a querying the airwaves, the QPOC Media Symposium at um, Syracuse University. Mm-hmm. It was hosted by QueerWi. They have an episode and everything. So we all we all had sickening hotels. We have a good time at the hotel. Well, uh, there was some racist shit that happened at the hotel, but we got it together and we mm-hmm. got our coins back. Anyway, <laughs> thanks to Jay. <laughs> the Queen of Jay, she, she's always on the mother mode. Word. So anyway, <laughs> so we got our coins back and... Like the last night, we end up staying with um, the last that that first day that last day we were at Money's house mm-hmm. and um, Nikita from Queer Walk mm-hmm. was outside. Something about moving a car. I don't know what led up to it because we weren't out there. Mm-hmm. But all we hear is Nikita going off, and so we all <laughs> run downstairs, and she was getting into it with the. Um, Rachel. With Rachel. <laughs> and so it's always they, Rachel. She says something. I don't know what she says, but I'm, you know, when I'm in the midst of something that's about to pop off and it's cis people, cis women particularly, not cis men, because I twirl them with the quickness. <laughs> oh, you made you let that know in episode <laughs> yes. 54. Yes, but about cis it. women, I kind of sit back and just kind of watch. Just watch mm-hmm. because now, let's see what's going on. <laughs> but it was some dude that was down standing. And when we came down there, like we <laughs> bum rushed down there, she said something like, do you want me to get Jared <laughs> or something like that? Like the dude. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck is Jared going to do but get his motherfucking ass whooped here today? <laughs> and so that's why I said that, bitch. And so I ran up in her face like, bitch, what is Jared going to do? Nothing? So it was crazy. It was funny. And I, no, nobody ended up twirling. She re- ended up going in the house. Um, and it just was crazy, but it was a fun time. And it also solidified that these is my mother, the baddie, the baddie brigade is my motherfucking bitches. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> right. if we about to twirl somebody and y'all know you got my back, oh yeah, we friends for life. Right. <laughs> right. So what was some of your favorite situations being on the oh. show? It don't have to be on the show, but like, um, just about the show. Well, my all-time favorite definitely has to be the live show that we did. Oh, yeah. that That's definitely my all-time favorite. Because we were able to see some of the people who... A lot of the people that support us. Mm. And... It was just really, really fun. Just the atmosphere was very loving. Um, everything about it, I just, I just loved it. I had a very good time, and I hope that we're able to come back and share the same experience and even better. Yeah. So queer global um, sh- um, um, hosted us to come and do a show at their event. And it was fucking amazing. I loved it. It was kind of stressful. Some parts of it was stressful. Mm -hmm. The motherfucking DJ was lying, pretending that he had the equipment that he needed to have, and he didn't. So we had we started like an hour late because this motherfucker then told us he had shit that he didn't have, and so basically we couldn't record it. It was it was crazy. It was really really stressful, but it all ended up working out because I think Darcy's Mm -hmm. husband. 
I think Darcy's husband brought the um, equipment, brought the equipment mm-hmm. that we needed, and we was able to set it up, and uh, everything worked out. So I really, really enjoyed the show, and it was amazing. I love to see all of all of our New Yorkers and. Um, just all the podcasts that support us, and we was we just was like, oh, yeah, so sweet. That was to one of my favorite moments. I thought our first live show would be in Houston. I I never thought that it really? would be in New York. No, and you know that was my first time coming to New York. So really, just the, that was my first time. So I was like, for that to be my experience, oh, it was it was, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we sleepy. had the battery brigade there. I'm gonna need you to stop yawning. You I'm feel, so you sorry. <laughs> I've been working, man. So, um, another one of my favorite moments was y'all winning realness at V-Tech. At V-Tech, yeah. I thought, y'all know I don't go to the balls at V-Tech. The the ball is for other folks. I don't really, you know, that's not a, it's kind of. It's not a sport you interested in. It's a weird politic. I told you, I think that it's rooted in white supremacy and cis heteronormativity and it's problematic. Anyway. No shame. (laughs) So I don't, I don't, I don't um, participate in balls like that anymore. And so, um. So I was up there to get my rest, <laughs> and I woke up, and y'all had, t- y'all had, I guess, posted it or something, posted it on our Instagram? Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was like, oh my God, y'all done came and slay. It's yes. trophies, bitch. <laughs> yes. So that was got, the mission. How much we got? It was 200 apiece. And we was yeah. like, bitch, we need this for the rent money. We're for the company Dallas, bitch. We're not going to play with these girls. Yes, That's exactly what we And they thinking. came and snatched the trophies, baby. <laughs> Tens the across money. the board. And the, the court. Money. Grand prize goes too. <laughs> Don't forget that. that and the rent was paid on time. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> Gosh, so... All the funny moments are my favorite. Yeah. Those are my favorite. I sit there and rewind all the time, like all the times we have jokes and sit there and laugh all the time. Wait, wait, wait. So (laughs) what are some of your favorite episodes from the past year that you thought that were that were stand out to you they have the jokes okay so i have a list <laughs> um the first one is set the boundaries i'm um, no setting boundaries that one uh-huh i sit there and go to this episode all the time and i and i literally replay like this the same part all the time just to laugh and kiki mm. new um, boundaries who this yes new boundaries who this is 83 number 83 83 Mm. And then Dead Names Matter. That okay. that that was one of my favorites. Okay, so the next one is trans lesbian. And that's number that's episode 94 while I'm looking for the other one. Oh, okay. But the reason why I like that one is because we have my good girlfriend Jay on Landhart. And um it it just it, it was we were able to show a perspective that a lot of people don't really hear. And um a lot of questions people um a lot of questions people have about gender and sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to go more in depth with that. And I don't think people really hear the perspective of a trans lesbian. Yeah. That makes so sense. I, th- I thought that was interesting. Dead name matters is 94. 94. Yeah. And um, my my fourth one is Queer Global Presents. Yeah, that's a lie. The lie. So. <laughs> what about you, Z? Um, mine are... For some reason, mine are the ones that 
have made me have to do a lot of reflecting mm. and it made me have to be open because I struggle. That's something I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say balancing love and sex work, 88. I, I, that's, I, it, it, was, it didn't make my list, but that is one of my favorite ones. Because exploring the relation, y'all relationships and, mm-hmm. and balancing sex work and love. That's mm-hmm. what it was called. I thought that was a really, really interesting conversation because, mm-hmm. you know, anybody who has worked in sex work and who are trying to balance in that business, mm-hmm. that work and relationships are going to have some of the same issues. Um, you remember that moment in Hustlers when... Trace was like, I don't care about them. I'm just making money. That's basically yeah. sums up. Oh my God. That's, <laughs> that that <laughs> sums up our conversations all the all time. time. Right. So that mm. was one of them. Also, Hey Auntie, six, uh, episode 62, 63. All the ones basically where I made a fool of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much those because it makes me have to be like forced to be accountable. Like, um, just talking with you and getting feedback on it, um, it really made me have to sit back and reflect a lot of my problematic ways because, like, I've been on my own for so long. Nobody mm-hmm. has really called me out when I was wrong a lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's something. And I'm I'm a person that doesn't mind growing and changing for the better. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I like to think of those, like, those episodes, be like, you remember you being stupid. At oh, this time, so gotcha. yeah, just those where I have to be accountable, I have to self reflect, yeah, and also really all of them are funny to me. I always laugh at everyone, pretty much. It's, <laughs> it's always everyone that I listen to, it's something that makes me laugh. But you know what, the good thing is, like, you you can see your growth and I, well, I see the growth um, from a lot of the accountability that you've taken outside of the podcast and inside of the podcast. And I, I think it's admirable. Thank you. You're welcome. You're I just want, I just want you to know I see you. Aww. You know, Aww. avatar type of team. <laughs> Thank <Word> you. <laughs> Let's match our hair. <laughs> 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 I like the ones with the bonobos when we talked about bonobos. Oh, the sciencey yeah, ones. How they, yeah, how they um, resolve conflict through sex. Where are <laughs> That was on 53. Okay. Um, what was the name of the episode? Uh, Sirs, Chimps, and Trump. Yes. Yeah, that's episode. the episode. I, I love that one, too. Yeah. And I think um, that's the episode that... Uh, Queen and Jay had at one of their, um, I, th- I think they were invited to a show or maybe they did yeah. a show. I don't. I wish I could find that clip again. Oh but yeah, they did. Twitter. They used the clip in one of their presentations. Yes. Somewhere on Twitter. I, mm-hmm. I also like Queen. Uh, yeah, I also like Fifty Six when we was talking about. Um, Mia mom was like we visited her for Thanksgiving. Oh and she yeah. She was giving like <laughs> microaggressions like, Well, you know, Z used to be a woman, so it's probably why he don't eat that much. And that was at a point where I really struggled with eating. Like I just could not gain weight for nothing. And I remember in Sirs Trump Sirs Chimps and Trumps. You was talking about how you lost 15 pounds, and I was like, shit, I'm trying to gain 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I actually gained, like, 20 oh, nice. since the beginning. And that was one of my goals. So To gain more weight. Yeah. Wear it out. And eat more, and I've been doing it. Mm. 
Now you're pescatarian though. Yeah. The diet has yeah. changed. I think yeah. that does make yeah. a difference. That does. Because yeah, being does. <laughs> being vegan, that shit is expensive. It, and it's not accessible to yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, anyways, <laughs> I gained weight from eating. Mm. <laughs> well, I think my favorite um episode was um one of the pose reviews. Um, I think it was um, Pose Review Season 2, Episode 4, When Candy Passed Away. Mm-hmm. I really, really, exploring that particular episode of the Pose Reviews was really, really important to me. It was really, um, it it was deep, it was deep for me to explore that. Um, another one of the episodes, I can't remember. Why was it deep for you to explore that? Um, because we we were in a, a city not a city. I'm sorry. We were in a. We've been in a state of trans, trans, death epidemic yeah. this year, where it's like every week, every two weeks, every or sometimes a couple of times a week, mm-hmm. somebody is dying. And so exploring that from a fictional character um, episode on a show that is as groundbreaking as Pose. I felt mm-hmm. like it was it was deep. It was mm-hmm. it was I was like, okay, now I can explore this without talking about somebody's real body. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I this is somebody who is a character and mm-hmm. we really can play around with this because you don't have to have the same reverence that you would somebody who, who is passed. real that passes is somebody not that I don't wouldn't don't have reverence for candy but we know that this is a fictional character mm-hmm. and so we can we can explore her being a ghost and her um talking mm-hmm. to her parents so that was one of my favorite episodes in regards to uh this year especially particular the um pose reviews um mm-hmm. I pretty much like all of the pose reviews <laughs> I like this yeah. it's, Me too. It's, it's, <laughs> y'all don't know but those <laughs> Those months of that is really hectic for me. Really? <laughs> it really she is. Had to do, she has to edit two podcasts. I have to edit two podcasts and schedule time with three mm. people. So y'all two and mm. and my co-host and find a time to edit, post it, and, you know, mm-hmm. find things to post about it on the um, on the social media and da 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 all that kind of. It's it's really hectic finding the time to do it, but I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So I hope y'all are. Thank you, patrons. Y'all y'all make me y'all motivate me <laughs> to do that. So um, it is really hectic during this month, but I do enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the podcast. I enjoy listening and. Um, revamping and whatever and whatever we need to talk about on it so I really 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 enjoyed that episode oh my god I want to thank all of our new patrons this week thank you thank you thank you so not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast you know i also donate to other podcasts i donate to other organizations i have my finger on the post of the community and i know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because i put my money where my mouth is you know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, 
why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter anything helps please do i have to play sir mclaughlin and show you puppies like what do i have to do do i have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money <laughs> all righty anyway thank y'all and the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. We have a special anniversary contest for our patrons. If you are a patron that lives in New York or will be in New York or you are willing to go to New York on November the 2nd, we will be choosing two winners, two, to get two tickets to the Red Canary Screams event hosted by the Kinked Out events it's a kinky event that has burlesque drag karaoke kink circus and tattoos and it's a fundraising event to help migrant sex workers that are in massage parlors and stuff like that the organizers are red canary song and our homies over at queer global has donated us four tickets but we don't want anybody to go to a fun ass good time alone so we're gonna Split those four into two tickets for two different people so you can bring somebody with you and have an amazing fucking time. Do you want to win? Do you want to get some tickets? Do you think you'll be interested in going to this kinky fun event? All you have to do is be a patron and go down in the info box of this particular episode and answer five questions. The first two people to answer those five questions correctly Send it to us in an email at marshasplate at gmail.com and you win. That is it. The first two people. Bam. The other episode that I really enjoyed was um, my brother. I really, a lot of people like the episode, but um, exploring my brother. The episode that I'm talking about is navigating transness and siblings with my brother Rock, my brother Rakim. Every time I do something with him, it always is more powerful than I expected it to be. Oh. It, it, we did a video on our um, on my YouTube years ago, and it was a two-part video, and it just blew up. People were sharing it, and he mm. just was so honest and vulnerable and... Um, thoughtful mm-hmm. and so even in this particular episode um he really he lets me know that he's thoughtful and thinks about it and you know mm-hmm. i i could i could talk to my like sometimes when i talk to my mom i can tell there's some things that we're trying that i'm trying to get her to discuss she hasn't even thought about so it's hard to kind of get people to have a really deep discussion with you because they haven't thought about these things. They haven't, you know, Mm -hmm. explored the ideas. Mm -hmm. And so my brother has been really, really um, great at actually analyzing and thinking um, and critically thinking about our relationship. And so sharing that with the audience and um, having a chance to bring him on was really, really important to me. And he really just showed up and showed out. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. loved the episode. And I think exploring you know it's different when we're all three of us is talking about our experiences as trans people but when you bring Mm -hmm. people who are connected to our lives who don't um who didn't volunteer for to be connected to our lives Mm -hmm. they just have a trans person in their lives so they have to deal with it everybody don't have a trans person in their lives that's true you see what i'm saying and you get to hear their experience on how you know it affected them because you know people always talk about Mm -hmm. how 
we transition and the people in, in our in our life transition. Exactly. As well. So hearing somebody talk about it is really important to me. So that's um, fine. Last one that I'll mention um, is the toxic femininity and bottom growth um, episode, which was ninety six. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that one. We got to explore. Uh, I hope that we, we. It was a letter that was sent to us, mm-hmm. and. We got to answer the question directly, and I hope that it was explained well enough for us to change some minds and thoughts about how um, toxic masculinity and patriarchy and white supremacy, how that all really works and how it's all tied in mm-hmm. and how silly it is to try to flip it to make it into something that it's not. Um, I hope that's what came across, and it seems like it because it got a lot of views, mm-hmm. <laughs> listens, I mean, and... You know, I think it was really important for us to discuss um, toxic femininity because it kind of pops up in kind of hotep, hotepish conversations. You do hear it. <laughs> you do yeah. hear it. And it's usually um, used as kind of to point the finger at women because from somebody or, who doesn't yeah. understand the, that how patriarchy doesn't have a gender and it mm-hmm. shows up in women, men, children trans folks lesbians who whoever it shows up in everybody um so discussing that in great length i thought that that was really important and i really enjoyed having that conversation of course y'all know i get a little bit passionate mm-hmm. <laughs> which is um, good yeah i get a little bit passionate so i thought that was uh, um i thought that was a great episode so one of the questions i have for y'all was do y'all feel like in any other episodes do you feel like any of your perspectives have changed since we talked about anything? Like any topics that we talked about, did your perspective change? Like, did you realize, hmm, I remember we talked about that. I feel a little different about it now. Well, I wanted to take back what I said about Beyonce and <laughs> Lion King. It. I liked her part because I looked at it again. And, well, <laughs> well, y'all, y'all, y'all okay. asked the question, and I, I looked at the movie again. I was like, you know what? I do kind of feel like a sultriness in the way that she was she was acting. So I really, I think I did enjoy her as that. Oh, as so Nala. you watch it again yes. and you change your mind. So you're going mm-hmm. now. You are pro Queen B as Nala. I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. That's the. That's just the first thing that came to my mind when you asked that question. Okay. There's plenty. Of, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of things. Like I'm trying to think of. No, this is not plenty of things for me. I think I'm when I come into the show, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm set in a clear mind. A clear mind and pretty. <laughs> Um, said on how you feel. Yeah, no take I guess I guess recently, remember you was talking about um, trans men being brought up in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Who was me or Z? You. Okay. We were talk. I said I don't feel like trans men should be brought up in this conversation. Oh. And um, are you talking about with the interview? With yeah, Mia? I think that's what oh, we were talking okay. about. And Mia was like, and and I was specifically talking about. Um, when it comes to trans attracted and trans women and dying and da 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 da, I do, you know I just I don't think they're dying at numbers like ours. 
Mm-hmm. I, I do. I think something ha- things happen to them. Absolutely, but I don't think their number. They're we're not seeing trans being men being murdered like trans women, black trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we were talking specifically in that kind of context, mm-hmm. I was like, I just don't see why y'all bringing them up. But then when you said that this is such a big platform that giving them some kind of shine, um, you know, it even mention them in some kind of way kind of makes sense so that may i guess that would it, i wouldn't say i changed my mind because i still feel how i felt <laughs> but but i get why okay so yes we got to make room to mention them in some context of the conversation but also i'm a person who mentions them in my work i'm a person mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying i'm a person who that's what i do on a regular basis mm-hmm. when it's time to mention them and it's appropriate Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm bringing a trans man up. I'm bringing mm-hmm. trans men's situations into the fore. So mm-hmm. I never have an issue. Like, you're never going to hear me saying, I don't want trans men to be brought up. I do yeah. that all the time. But in that context of the conversation, I know it's not pro- appropriate to center trans men in that conversation because it, it's just not appropriate to me. Good. And so I guess I could... Ch- I, didn't change my mind, but I thought about it a little bit broader when we talk mm-hmm. about this particular spotlight when it's a when it's a, so, so bright as like the Breakfast Club. Not that they're sickening, but um, they do have a big platform. They do have a big big platform. So when you have something like that, it is appropriate when appropriate to um, mention them. So I, I was like, okay, oh, that makes sense. That was a no. Mm-hmm. What about you, Z? Well. I will say in one of the episodes, like, it was after the Hey Auntie episode. Mm-hmm. Um, when somebody had, you know, was like, hmm, is this relationship, like, is it healthy? Like, oh, you know, people were, you know, making comments about the relationship. And I kind of wanted to, like, give up on the podcast altogether. Like, I had moments where I was just like, you know what? This is what I get for being open. You know, crying my trash tears. (laughs) Right. So, so I do, I do, I definitely changed my mind about that. Um, I feel like uh, I matured since then, even though that wasn't even really that long ago. It's only been, like, a year since we started. But I think that's a part of um, being held accountable. Mm-hmm. Like when you are being held accountable, sometimes in the beginning, it feels like an attack. It feels mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, my God. It feels <laughs> weird. Um, yeah. It feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and you really have to reflect and... Mm-hmm. and and once that feeling of uncomfort kind of subsides and you really yeah. take an honest look, you're like, okay, I see what I'm doing <laughs> wrong. Right, right. <laughs> that My perspective definitely changed since then. And um, It takes a lot of maturity yeah, to, I really to hold just, yourself accountable and say, hey, I messed up for this mistake and I'll change my action. But like especially to, when somebody else is calling <clears throat> you out. It yeah. is it's, yeah. it's different, different when it's you yeah. saying, I, yeah, it's I, you different. know, I admit that, that, that when somebody <laughs> else is saying, right. uh, 
hold, look, <laughs> this is what's going on. Yeah. It feels uncomfortable. It makes you defensive. Like, what? It's like everybody's on, trying to get me together type yeah, of thing. Yeah, so you're trying to get me together and then doing it on a public platform. Yeah, especially yes. when you're not used to that. Like, you're not used to being open anyway. Right. And then you get criticism. It's like, ah. But then after <laughs> I got over it, I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, I'm a good dude. Yeah, I you actually are. try to change myself. And I think a lot of people don't realize how young you actually are. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a this is a multi generational show. <laughs> and you know, Jeez, that ranges yeah. I'm I'll be thirty in about I'll be thirty nine in a few more months. Dang. And I'm just playing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, just I'm playing. a black trans woman. <laughs> she <laughs> so, made it. And I made it, motherfucker. Baby. I don't, honey, I don't, I don't mind saying my age at all, baby. I, I look good. And, <laughs> yeah. honey, I made it past that mark. <laughs> baby, I haven't made it past yet. I'm, I got a couple more years. So I'm just like counting. I'm like, Jesus, I just let yeah, me make it. Yeah. And that's a real shit. This, we yeah. laughing, but yeah. we didn't said a lot of names on this episode, on this podcast about bitches dying. Somebody <laughs> just died, like, mm. like, well, someone didn't die, but they were drug uh, in the uh-huh. street. Was that in Florida? Florida? And uh-huh. then somebody just got killed. Um, no, somebody got killed three years ago, and they just found out that it was a trans woman. They just because they were so badly decomposed oh, that they damn. just identified her. So understand when i say my age i'm proud so that so that was in 2017 if somebody i think it was three years ago no 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 2016 there was a body that was found in a field that we're changing the tone of the conversation (laughs) that was found in a field and was so badly decomposed that they couldn't find out who it was Mm. but three years later they have found out this year who the person was and it was a trans woman I know I in twenty. How that's interesting. Mm. I know in twenty seventeen there was twenty nine trans people that were killed, and then which is was the peak. Like, that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And then twenty eighteen there was twenty six, and this year is we're at twenty. We're at twenty. Yeah. Damn. So anyway, I'm proud of my age. And being able to say that I am, yeah. you know, come, I'm coming of age, coming into my midlife and enjoying it, feeling stable, maybe, mm-hmm. <laughs> still looking for a job, um, mm-hmm. feeling stable, feeling, um, feeling good and accomplished and um, feeling like I have a support system, people who love That's me true. and, you know, so I'm proud about that. So, yeah, so you, they don't know that it's, we, we're white, B is like in between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Mia. Literally, right. Right in between Snack us, in right. Between. So, yeah, so we have different perspective and knowing that you are young you're definitely going through more of a change of maturity than say like me because mm-hmm. i've i've been doing this work for years so it's not mm-hmm. like i'm i'm um i still learn and grow and change especially in regard to like the non-binary stuff mm-hmm. things that are kind of rather not new that's the wrong word but um coming into the forefront of my mind to think about um mm-hmm. so yeah so but most of the stuff that we talk about, I've been dealing with these conversations mm-hmm. and having the conversations. So I don't have to, um, especially in regards to relationship, I've been much more relationship than y'all. So mm-hmm. you, we're watching your growth 
while we're on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Growth and experience. So yeah. everybody don't get their stuff aired out on a public platform. Yeah. And get and get responses and reviews. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually kind of cool with being a little bit of the punching bag. I don't think you're <laughs> a punching bag. I wouldn't say punching bag. Let me take that back. I would say I'm cool with being the what? Like, I'm Whatever, fine yeah. with that because that's kind of how life is anyway. But. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I you don't know. know. It's just stuff that I be doing and be saying do be like. Yeah. Well, sometimes. But, yeah, know. so we be like. Oh. We're all growing, though. Yeah, yeah. we're all growing and we're all very open to feedback. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, <laughs> tell me. I don't know why that song came in my head. What? All I want to do is zoom, 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 and yeah, boom, 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 boom. Just, Just shake, shake your room. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. So, because you're crazy. <laughs> so, let's talk about some of our um Stats and some of our um, um, like our top shows and blah 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 blah. Not from our perspective, but from what the people like. So our our list of top tracks for this particular year, we're gonna list them. All right. So the very number one for this year is Binary Sexy Cool. I thought that was a good episode. I thought yeah. it was really cool because we were really exploring in depth mm-hmm. the binary conversation. And I think mm-hmm. for me, I think that's the, not, it's not new. It's just the conversation that's really budgeting and coming, um, you know, and budding mm-hmm. up in our particular community because it's making us question how rooted in the binary that our transness is, our society is, our mm-hmm. culture is, and so how problematic that can be for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. so I thought I can see why that is one of our top listen to episodes. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people don't, a lot of people are starting to come accustomed with using binary terms and mm-hmm. um, pronouns. So I think that is why as well. Yeah, exactly. Non-binary terms, I mean. Is that what you meant? Non-binary. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> non-binary I'm, terms. I'm non-binary, yes. my bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Next. New Boundaries, who this? New Boundaries, who this? Yes. Which is one is of my faves. Yes, that is our new, uh, that is number two. Um, in, in our, in our list of top, I think, I think that one was important because, you know, it's important to set boundaries. It's important Mm -hmm. to let people know, this is what I expect. This is what you can and cannot do. And if you fuck it up, sayonara. And it's a part of (laughs) self-care. Like, especially for those, especially for those people who are very, very loving, very caring and uh, are, 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 sometimes perceived to be too nice right and you and sometimes and taken, victim, advantage taken advantage of so of, yeah. I, th- I think that was something new for me to learn bitch actually setting boundaries is not something that is bad that's something that is very healthy Absolutely. was we was we talking about with your sister 
Yes, we were. Th- that was my favorite episode, like in the oh. beginning where we were kicking. That was mm-hmm. wow. We're talking about. I think we were talking about dishing. Yeah, because Diamond had a new study that was found about dishing and how it caused rectal <laughs> dam- damage and it make you more <laughs> susceptible to STIs <laughs> and depends. <laughs> right. <sighs> Balancing love and sex work. Yes, balancing love and sex work is our number three episode. So if you have not checked these out as we named them, go check them out. If you are new to the show, make sure you check them out. Balancing love and sex work. We were talking about um, the meat and potatoes of conversation was me and Z. They, um, you know, they have been off and on in their relationship in escorting, right? Mm-hmm. And so when the you know when the coins get late, you gotta put up an ad and make some shit happen. Mm-hmm. So they both have been um, mm-hmm. doing that kind of work, and sometimes it would bring up relationship issues and insecurities mm-hmm. and dysphoria and stuff mm. like that right so mm-hmm. all of the things all, all of the, the things, things. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually something that people don't really talk about because it's very taboo and I think that it was very important for us to have this conversation because I think that there are a lot of people that are involved in sex work that are in relationships that don't necessarily know how to be in relationships and still Mm -hmm. do sex work. So the number four one is number 98, Malik, Wendy, and Our Journey. (laughs) So, of course, this was the first time that we mentioned um, the Malik Yoba situation because that was such a hot button topic in the moment of this episode. It really just it just really, really did numbers. And so it is one of our most viewed. Oh, it is. it's, It's number four. It's number four. And so. Go ahead. Do y'all kind of regret congratulating him so early? No, I don't. No. No. Because, okay, I heard people saying, well, I heard a a live. And, well, okay. I heard trans women saying, okay, why are y'all congratulating him? He's just, you know, whatever. And then there were some people who were who were for it. There were some people who weren't. There were so many different sides to it. So, I mean, I, I don't feel any type of way because I feel like the conversation needs to be had. And because he is on a, on a certain um, level of celebrity, um, his voice could be listened to by his audience and, and um, especially being a cisgender man, um, he's able to talk in those spaces where we're not. Uh, uh, I, I I agree. I think that um, no, I think I, if you're acting like that's not a big deal, I think that you're bitter. I think that you are delusional. I think that you are just being tired. I, 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 <laughs> period. I, period. This is the, a, a cis hat a cis hat perceived man coming out and being honest about this at his level of celebrity is fucking a big deal. Mm-hmm. Now, thinking that he was going to be um, this transgender messiah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we didn't say that. Yeah, hold on, <laughs> so, so you know, yeah. There. yeah. So I think, on. I think, I think that was the, anybody who thought that that it was going to do that. Then no. Now I do have to admit that I was seduced in the thought of what he, the possible, the potential that he had. 
Mm-hmm. I was I was like, oh, this this could potentially be something really, really good for the community if he knows how to conduct himself in answering questions and situations. Right. And I thought because he had been a celebrity for so long that he he would have the finesse to handle tough questions, to handle tough situations. Mm-hmm. But then you really realize over this is a, these past couple of interviews that because he probably is a colorist, he's into like non-black folks. He, they, the people that he have around him, mm-hmm. he has white adjacent trans women around him. You feel what I'm saying? They may be Latinx, but they white adjacent. <laughs> And so, for me, they don't have the cultural cultural competency to give him the right talking points. Like, Malik, you can't say you know what it's like to be trans. Like, you just can't do that, Malik. You can't but, say that. Nobody yeah. said that. But, you know. I'm pretty sure somebody... <laughs> uh, no, he, he's, he's a little bit arrogant, too, so he might have came up that with himself. He thinks <laughs> because he has played a drag queen, because the episode was a drag queen, because he had played a drag queen in a show that he knows the feeling. He dressed up for, uh, did the method, active method, and dressed up <laughs> and went out and got called men's and trannies and shit for one night. And, and somehow he gay, feels it. He supposedly yeah, feels. It's, it's a total different experience. And somebody didn't give him the lesson that he needed to be prepared for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're talking about, if we want to talk about that interview, um, that particular interview, there, there's a level of it. There was a, it's, what we are seeing in the public discourse around this is a bunch of uneducated people trying to have talk about us in a way that none of them really know how to talk about us. Yeah. Do you see what I'm like, saying? Like, wow. he, I feel like a trans <laughs> person interviewing him, which we tried to do, but. Um, we got a little dust bunny. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, he was trying to be, he was trying to go to the more mainstream <clears throat> stuff, which is cool. But eventually when he came back to us and was like, um, yeah, I'm ready to do it. Let's go. I was already over him. And he had said some weird ass shit on our Instagram page right. um, that I didn't like, that I actually was offended by. Mm-hmm. And so... That, the Breakfast Club video, and then now this R. Kelly-esque Roots video. Um, I Because I know some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, I feel like the interview could have been handled a little bit better. Mm-hmm. The interview could have been handled a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I do feel there was a level of setup. I do feel <laughs> there was a level of setup in the situation. But I do feel that... Yo, you are you have been a celebrity for too long for you not to be able to handle these hard questions. I there's a lot I didn't like about that. I didn't like the problematic trans politics some of the ladies that was tagged in the article was talking about. Um I'm like how do you compare Diamond? Oh. How do you put Diamond in one article and then put somebody with this weird politics this weird transphobic shit? Yeah, you know, as their yeah. politics. Oh even yeah, though they're so a trans person. What? It was just weird to me. She said that post op. I mean, she said pre op. If I'm not mistaken, 
pre-op trans women. Wait, wait, wait. Before you say that, let's give the context. So in the article, there were multiple trans women who were quoted or linked to. Right. And some of the trans women who were linked to were, they really have very, very problematic politics. Like one of them said. Didn't, if I'm not mistaken, didn't she say that post-op trans women were had she, an integrated gender? No, she calls all she called all trans women gender incongruent women, incongruent. and then she's saying she's aligned now, and it's trans women that get sex changes are aligned. So the ones that do not. <laughs> Are incongruent. And she also said the dudes that fuck with us, if we don't if we don't have a sex change, are gay. either are gay or want to be us. Basically. There was like like there's a way you could have that conversation without being transphobic. I just know. I feel I just want to believe. And to deep bring in my somebody soul. like that into the article under Malik. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is all. Yeah. It was all wrong. It was all not right. And then, and then him making it worse by comparing his life to trans women. And yeah. then you getting up and being real R. Kelly ish. Uh, it's like, girl, why are you doing this? <laughs> it, it, it was. It was so. It, everything about the whole situation was problematic to me everything about the situation it was weird it was strange it felt like um it's very tedious to watch <laughs> it, was it very... felt like it was meant it was purposely being provocative it was purposely being um <laughs> I, the care for our community was out the door i feel like the care yeah. for our community was out the door because of uh because you can't answer the questions you couldn't answer the hard questions Mm -hmm. because even questions that people that trans women are actually talking about yeah in the community right because because terrell's terrell star's questions weren't i think they the order of the questions should have been different Mm -hmm. but i also feel like he didn't stay objective as an interviewer Mm -hmm. i think he said some things that were not objective mm-hmm. that I, that would have triggered me if I was if I if I was in the table if I was in the hot seat, mm-hmm. and so uh, because I, I'm just gonna keep it real, y'all. We've talked about this. I don't believe the girl, so y'all know that. Mm-hmm. So just based on the history and her personality and um, her history in the community, I just don't believe it. Uh, if you if you want me to be honest about it. Um, I just don't. Not because of Malik. It's because of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I right. met her at an event that we just did. <clears throat> and I, it, it solidified that I think that this is a Sydney Star type person. Oh, you met her again? Yeah. Uh, she was at the um, the trans march. march. We'll talk about that later. Um, but mm. but she she just gives me this vibe that I, I just don't. You know, so I'm just going to keep it real. I don't. But. As I said on a post in on my Twitter mm-hmm. that if you if niggas like this, mm-hmm. I think they should come out and talk about their experience being transamorous. But mm-hmm. if you have some women in your past that did 
um, that you did some things too, they should be able to come forward and say some shit about you. Mm -hmm. And you ask the questions. You mm -hmm. and I mean you and you answer the questions. Like motherfucker, she's claiming that when she was a teenage sex worker, that you were one of the men that picked her up. Right. So if that was if that's true or not true, you still need to answer the question. Right. And and he did answer the question in the interview. He, he said, did, I don't know her. I don't know her. <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. And they just kept on with that. Mm -hmm. But you know this is you knew about this before you got in this interview. You knew that it was gonna happen. Right. So, nigga. Answer the questions. Handle the questions. Right. <laughs> like, like, just say, no, this is, I understand why this is important for you to ask. Mm -hmm. The Me Too movement taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I understand why this is important to ask. And I think this is a serious, serious allegation, so I'm going to answer it. I don't know her. It didn't happen. I feel I'm, like, I, I feel like he's somebody that's very fragile about his image right now, Malik. Mm -hmm. He's very fragile about it, and, when and he's he arrogant. Like, yeah, when he felt like we was attacking him, he, he, that, I feel like that's why he ignored us. Like, but then like all the people that was like, yeah, come on, like, woo, woo, woo. like we're encouraging, we're we're not gonna bring up any of the allegations. We're just gonna keep that behind. We're just gonna ignore everybody and put Malik on a pedestal. And he kind of went towards those people. And I feel like anybody. I don't think that's that's. I don't think anybody <clears throat> who is not going to ask about that, mm -hmm. even me. Like, look, like I just told you that I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. But even me, because I don't, I can't. I can say that I don't believe it, mm -hmm. but it could easily be true. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I can't say that it's a yay or nay. Right. I can tell you that I don't believe it, mm -hmm. but because it could easily be true, I would feel like it mm -hmm. was not right. It was it wasn't it wouldn't be the best of integrity for me to let you come on my show and I not mention it at all. Right. Well, who does that? And then no shade. Yeah. It's just weird. Like him being so like you knew people was going to call you gay. Why are you? I don't know. Like I, I personally feel like do you have like a relationship that you're in to where you felt like. Let me make this step to prove something. Let me and that could have been that could have been literally career. what it is. And yeah. that's why they don't they're not giving you the right talking points. <laughs> you might have been in an ultimatum where I am I'm not gonna be with anybody that's on the down low. Yeah. Especially if it's somebody like Carmen Carrera. Right. You see what I'm saying? Who is a public figure and you're a public figure. Why can't we be open about it? Right. Blah 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 blah. Right. But as you can see, she's distancing herself now that this happened <laughs> with <laughs> uh, uh, soon as soon as soon as the heat start turning up the bitch the the white bitches and let the white adjacent latin bitches get get ghosts <laughs> bitch i'm gonna get my money i ain't got time for this black so, shit so you know i just i just think i just think he wasn't the right person yeah. i think he he needed to sit back and be honest of course come up step up as he calls it step up but you have to have some cultural competence to see behind behind you and I, he just doesn't mm -hmm. have it yeah. so that he was he was allowed to be railroaded by the interview yeah. and you don't you don't and because your arrogance mm -hmm. and because of all that you don't know you allowed this situation to let you get out of hand yeah. And you you shouldn't you're not a vet. I mean you're not you're a vet. You're a vet celebrity. You know interviewers are gonna try to ask yeah. you questions that get you hyped. And you get up and give a R. Kelly, nigga, get your ass out of here. Like you you <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> just dumb. Cause he could easily just sat there and be like, I I it's important. I know why you're asking me, but it's not true. And you Bro, know and that's I, literally all. That's <laughs> it. Like you could and it's you ask me again. Great. I know why this question is as important. I know why this is important. 
Me Too taught me so much. And I understand why these allegations are really serious, important, but yeah. I don't know her and I didn't do it. That's not, that's not, yeah. you know, that wasn't me. I, it, I don't know her at all. She's just making this up. Now, yeah. I understand why you're asking me because allegations are important. Well, really, so, really tip them is the interviewer saying, you're making a fool of yourself, right? Well, he I said, think, he think, said the more bar, you talk, the, bar his pussy. Yeah. the more you talk. He said, what he say? Um, the more you talk, the worse you you the worse make you yourself look. look. Yeah. yeah. And to me, an interviewer, a, a interviewer who is not new at what they do, they um they know to keep it objective. Yeah. They know to keep it objective. Try not to say your own opinions. Have them ask the questions, have them answer the questions and move on or ask another way to get them to answer another way. But you have to stay objective. And so I don't think that statement, which is why that really burnt his booty. That really made him (laughs) go, I'm out of here, man. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Talked about this all day, man. Yeah. So let's go to number five. (laughs) Um, The number five is um, 73. I don't want to know everything. Everything. So, yes. Yeah, so make sh- time. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Um, and I think that was about. Um, I think it was about how I don't need to know everything to respect shit. Right. Like I don't need to know every single aspect. I don't want to know every single aspect mm-hmm. in order for me to respect the situation. And so I think that's what we explored in that particular episode. So now I do not remember that episode. Yeah. But just people no, no. live for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I like this moon. We don't even know what it's about. That's the only one I'm like, So now we're gonna talk about some of the locations that have really been showing us love. And so we're going to start with some of the countries. So, of course, because we are a United States-based um, podcast, podcast, of course, United States is one of our number ones. But we want to talk about other ones. So the United States is number one. So we're going to talk about the other five that have really been showing us love for the past year. The number one is United States, but the number two is United Kingdom. So the girls over in UK are really in boys and the people over there in the UK have really been showing us love. Yes. They are, um, I think it's because, you know, of course, they're one of the um, it's a lot of English speaking countries because we're English speaking podcast. Um, and the next one. The next one is Canada. Yes, of and course. Very open. They <laughs> they have a great, great, great um medical system. Medical system. <laughs> that's that's, about a, it. that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, baby, because that's all I can think about is like all the trans girls who go to Doctor Bazaar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, thank you, Canada. Anybody in Canada, thank you. Shout out. Um, next one. The next one is Austria. Australia. No. Wow. Oh. Australia. Wow. <laughs> Australia. That's interesting. I never would have guessed Australia. Oh, down under. <laughs> yeah. What do y'all think about when y'all think about Australia? I think of... Kangaroos. You think of kangaroos? <laughs> <laughs> like wow. Kangaroos I, I sure think, think about the crocodile hunter. 
I oh yeah, it, that's a good. That's a, I yeah. can see why. Have y'all ever seen that movie Kangaroo Jack with no. Anthony Anderson? Uh-uh. When, <laughs> when no. he put the uh, the jacket, he on had a like kangaroo. a glasses, sunglasses yeah, on. He put the jacket on a kangaroo, and then every time the kangaroo would come by, the fucking Snoop Dogg beat would come on like thump Yeah, then like. The fucking kangaroo ate like candy, was eating Anthony Anderson candy and shit. <laughs> and like, he, what did he call him? He called him something funny name. But anyways, I used to love that corny ass movie. But that's what I think about when I think about Australia. Kangaroos. Yeah, Australia. We love Australia. Um, y'all kind of racist to, against the um, Aboriginal people. Yeah. <laughs> y'all kind of yeah. wearing it out. But get that shit together. You're right. But I do love that y'all have you un- because of how it's an island, a landmass. They do have a lot of unique um, animals. Mm-hmm. So like platypuses, kangaroos, wallabies, mm-hmm. um, Tasmanian devils, mm-hmm. <laughs> those and that stuff. So thank you, Australia. <laughs> Which one of y'all got the bot fly though? What do y'all got? The Why you gotta on? talk about that? That was just, I, that was I, far in the back. Because of my that's head. all I could think about is just like those parasites. All right, thank you. For that mentioning was something them. that I used to thank like you look so up. Much. You know those weird things that you look up on YouTube. Me too. I love that. Yeah, like the Doctor Pimple Popper. Doctor Pimple Popper yes, is my favorite. That. And then mm. yeah, I would look up bot fly removal. Mm. You never yes. seen it? Yeah. Oh my god! And there's a bunch no. of bot flies that they remove from like pets or on people. On people. People, like they're yeah. out of their scalp. <laughs> yeah, out of their scalp, out of their back, out of their legs. Ooh, and some flies. people make like like pets of them and like watch them grow. Oh no! Really? Disgusting. Mia. No. Uh, maybe I didn't got too deep into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, maybe you have. <laughs> you would know. You would but know. I definitely don't want to encounter that. No. Because mm. they just act like it's normal. They be like, "Oh, girls, get this butterfly out." So this one is really special. Yeah. The next one is um, the number four, which is Germany, because it's the birthplace of our coast. <laughs> yes. And uh, did you know that if you were born in 1989 through 19, I think, 91, there is a flu shot that they gave people over there. Um, specific places. I can't remember the blood bank said, but they they somehow administered the um the shots that you have to get as a child and it has something to do with the mad cow disease mm-hmm. and if you were born around that time you can't donate blood in the US Speaking of donating blood because I, Mia was born in Germany Oh yeah cuz I was born in Germany specifically specifically in Landstuhl, Germany on a military base, Mm -hmm. which, you know, kind of scared the fuck out of me when um, Trump was talking about how um, something about the children who are born overseas. He was making some policy. So I was like, oh, my God, please don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's a bad, bad I thought I was going. I was like, maybe somebody gonna knock on my door and say, "Baby, your time is up. <laughs> Hope you have fun." <laughs> but I'm, then I was thinking, like, is that a bad thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on where they sending your ass, yeah. Right. Depending where you go. <laughs> so the last one, Austria. Austria now. Austria. That's how you say that's that one. Austria. Austria. Mm. I don't know nothing about Austria. So Austria, folks. 
tweet us or something. Let us know what's going on with the trans community in Austria. When I think about Austria, I think about that old movie. Y'all probably don't know shit about it. But this old movie called um, Amadeus Mozart. No, and it's a it's about Mozart. <laughs> it's about Mozart, and it's it's it it came out in like early eighties, and it was about his life, and it was funny, and he had this. I loved it because y'all know I have a, a weird, unique laugh, mm-hmm. and so um, Mozart in the movie had a really weird, loud, obnoxious laugh, and I lived for it. <laughs> <laughs> I would, y'all really, it's a really good movie, so watch it. Okay. Um, one of the, um, it, I don't know how real it is. I don't know. It, it's a fictional. It's about his life, but I don't know how real the situations is. But um, one of the musicians who of the day was kind of jealous of him. His name was um, Salieri. And he talked about how um, he he was like a he was a musician, too. But he just was so jealous of how talented Mozart was. Like He was like, how could God bless somebody like this with this kind of talent? He was just like, whoa, over it. And he was over because he will work hard on music like this one time in the movie. He is where I don't know why I'm going down this tangent, but anyway, watch the movie. But he, he, he. This one part in the movie, he was playing this song that he wrote that he'd been working months and months on, and da 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 da. And Mozart was coming to interview him. Was not to interview him, but like he's he's already hired as a musician for this king. Uh-huh. The king was bringing him in, Mozart in, to be able to um, see if he can do an opera for him. And so when Mozart was coming into the interview, he heard Salieri playing Salieri's song. Mm Mm-hmm. The song that Salieri had worked on for so many months or whatever, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I think I know what you're talking about. And he so finished it and wore it out. He played it I just remember. by ear mm-hmm. and was like, what? And he kind of embarrassed him because he was like, he didn't even, he doesn't need the sheet music. He's just in here playing your song that you just wrote that he just heard <laughs> and playing it and changing it and actually like doing ad libs on it and, 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 and wearing it out. <laughs> Yes, wow. and making it sickening. So the movie is really great. It's really, really good. So that's the only thing that I think about when I think about Austria. <laughs> because right. Salieri was from Vienna or something like that. That it's was a very fun. interesting movie because wasn't he gay? And then, like, he slept with the slept with the wife or something? Yeah, he has a wife. And it was, it was a bunch of weird Yeah, it was shit. really interesting. It's, it's called very Amadeus. It's called Amadeus. And it's called, it's from the 80s. Watch it. It's really, really good. Yes. But Austria is right next to Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very beautiful. For some reason, it, it reminds me of, um, y'all, what's that? What's that? Um, that big, big creature that is is like rumored kind of like bigfoot no it's a big but he but this in the ocean oh the loch ness monster it reminds me of that from sorry then Germany does no Austria oh, like Austria the like I was looking ness. at like the uh at the scenery Scotland. and stuff oh the, uh, scenery gotcha. yeah all right so let's go to- I know it's so random I don't know Let's go to cities. So cities that show us love. Our top cities that shows us love are um, New York City. Woohoo! Brooklyn. <laughs> the big app, specifically Brooklyn. So put yes. your lighters up. I can I can only attribute <laughs> that, that, that to it got to be the the Batty Brigade. 
It right. got to be damn if if you know because that's a, that's I think that's why we got a, such a big New York following because they mm-hmm. always share us, they always talk about us, and we really want to thank um um Everybody. the Batty Brigade, um Queer Walk, Tiba Queen and Jay, um Inner Hole Uprising Bag and Bag Ladies. Ladies. We really, really, really appreciate you. We really want to thank you for showing us love because I don't think we would be at the top. New York would be at the top if it weren't from y'all. Um, our next city is H Town. H Town is Houston, Texas. Which I was not expecting. So you wouldn't expect our own city to be at top? No, because last year they I don't even think they were on it. Really? I don't think remember we were yeah. like that we didn't have that many followers from Houston and we were gonna try to figure out how we could <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, it's on that. it's number two now. Um Which is everything. Word out. Number three is, of course, Los Angeles. Number four, shout out to L.A. We love y'all. Um, mm-hmm. Chicago. And number six is Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we want to thank everybody in all the cities that um, <laughs> that we um, mm-hmm. are list- that listen to us. But right. these particular cities are the ones that really show up. So, so I now, got a question. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so my question is, out of the five cities that we just mentioned, okay, which city do y'all, would y'all want to have the next show at? The live show? Mm-hmm. Um, ooh. I'll say Houston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good choice. Yeah, I think Houston would be good. I wouldn't mind LA or Chicago. Uh, okay. You don't like LA? Yeah. <laughs> I like the, I like the weed. <laughs> the weed is cool. It's everything. Yeah. The okay. edibles are well. Actually, I like the, I, the best too. edibles I got were at in Los Angeles. Mm. I mean, no, no, I'm sorry, not like damn, in Las Vegas. Oh, word out. Mm-hmm. I like the beaches. I guess I didn't when I the first time I went to LA. I didn't really do much. So mm. I was with Mia. We didn't really do much. No, we didn't. We went to Venice Beach, though, at yeah. nighttime, which was, like, a bad time because it got cold as fuck, and I didn't think they was going to get that cold. <laughs> but, duh, bitch, from by the water. Why wouldn't it get cold at night? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like Venice Beach in the daytime. It's a lot of characters. <laughs> I bet it is. Yes. Especially on the pier. And a lot of sexy-ass bodies. They be working <laughs> out out there. Woo, love. <laughs> I bet. And playing basketball. <laughs> so, now we want to shout out our top listeners on SoundCloud and then a couple of people that um, a lot of people that we um, we want to just name specifically to support us. So on SoundCloud, one of our number one is um, our Shar. Uh, number two is MK. That's E M K A E. Um, Rory extravaganza. Um, extravaganza. Extravaganza. And um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's M I W A G R E. I know who this is. This is my friend from um, um, PlayStation. We play <laughs> we play game together. So this is my friend from PlayStation. Um, and Marissa um, Salinas. Salinas. I think that's how you say it. Salinas. So other people. Um, we got a couple of lists. <laughs> yes, so, we do. So I want to talk about um Imani underscore the Great, um Terrell Star, of course, um 
Black Women Stitch. She has a new podcast about stitching, so check her out. This is on her her Instagram is Black Women Stitch, um, and on Instagram Beyond Your Definition. What about you, Mia? Well, my one one of again one of the third time. Let's see how the long, first one is Amazing Black Film. Hey, the second hey. one is on Twitter. Oh, Yes, on Amazing Twitter. Black so this, Film, but um, without, but it's F E M. Amazing Black Film, but not with the, not with the, with the me at the end, M E. It's just F E M. So yes, go ahead. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, also on Twitter, Aurora Harris, which is also well, her no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Aurora oh, Harris. Time. Let's see how how many more times. Go ahead. Okay, so Aurora <laughs> Harris. Yes, her is Aurora the Explorer. She's been on our show before. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Clarissa T. Jackson. Her Twitter name is Carissa A. Joe. Hey. No way. Carissa Joe. Damn. I Always showing us love. And then um on Instagram, Asada taught me. And, and then, is it a side of top me 47? Is it 74? Something a side of top me. You know who we're talking about. Yeah, it's a, number, it's a number that we don't remember. We remember the name, a side of top me. Yes, <laughs> and then, uh, oh, Barry from Pod Pod and Color. Yes, Pod hey, and Color. Barry. Hey, <laughs> oh, also, what's her name from the Alternative Love Conference? Oh, Terrica Patterson. Terrica yeah, Patterson. Patterson. Yes. You gonna cut that one out, dog? I'll I'll cut that mess up out, but we ain't gonna <laughs> cut that out. What? And then what's the remedy podcast? Yeah, we gonna talk about the podcast later. We gonna cut that. Oh, out. okay. <laughs> uh, Mel. On Twitter, she came to our event. Ooh. Oh, hey, Mel. She um, came to our live event. Uh, Reagan Gomez. Hey, Reagan. Yeah, she what? does a podcast called Reaganomics. She always has retweet. She's retweeting or saying something about the show. Uh, she's a, oh, God. Well, I don't know. She, I know she's an actress. Of course, she's an actress. But yeah. what What do y'all remember her? What would y'all remember her from? Love Don't I, Cost a Thing. Yeah. Um, um, I remember her from, this is kind of weird. Cleveland Show. The Cleveland Show? Yeah. I remember, no, no, no. I remember, I'm older than y'all. So I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I remember her when she was on, I had her on my wall um, in a picture from King Magazine. Oh, yes, it was out. her, Trina, Buffy the Body, and Melissa Ford, and they and Maya, and they all did a um, they all all fine as hell, all, all fine as hell. <laughs> and they, it, you know how you have women who are like beauty, your beauty icons, mm-hmm. and your yeah. you may have men who like as far as their look and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so I had like a mural on my wall in my in my old apartment years ago. And I had that picture was so sickening. I love the picture and Reagan Gobez was one of them. And so hmm. for her to be retweeting and talking about my podcast, I, it just feels so special to me. Yes. <laughs> she was in a beauty shop too. Yeah, she was. Yes. The first um, one. Yes. Um, who else? Uh Brains and Buns, Rotimus Prime. Rodimus Prime Rod- is Prime. his podcast is the Black Guy Who Tips. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Uh, S Hero for Hire. Yeah, on Twitter. 
Yeah. Ornacia Lopez. Hey. Lance Smith R. That's his. Um, oh, that's Instagram. Yeah, that's Instagram. Yeah. Um, Doctor Will Mosley. We met him. Yeah. At um, Austin. In Austin. Yeah, he's in. He got. He's a prof- assistant professor at um, Way Forest. Mm. Oh, uh, there with Doctor Melissa Harris Perry. Clifford Clergy. Mm-hmm. Sarah McGoba, Lane. That's Geechee, Geechee Gal. Geechee Gal Rio. Yeah, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Lane Little John mm-hmm. and Lashana Wilson. Yay. Lane. Lane's been on the show when I, one of the BTAC episodes and his parents. So I want to thank um, Brianna Jenkins, Lala Zanel. We just said Lane and his parents, Jexian, um, Aurora, Javon Davenport, Jay, Monica Roberts, Luke Ben Simone, my brother Rakim, my cousin Ali, um, and Rebecca Walton. I want to thank them because they all have been guests this yes. year on the show. That's amazing. And thank you I guys love for coming on. And co- thank you for coming yeah. on and supporting us and being a part of our vision. I also want to give some shout out to specific podcasts that always show us love and that has been responsible for our growth. Um, so I want to talk about um, him H-I-M, that podcast is really, really popular, and they have always showed us love. I want to talk about um, um, By Connection. I think his name is King Checkmate. Um, his real name is Milton. Um, the King Stalemate or King Checkmate? I think that's what it is. Um, but by connection, they always re, re, mm-hmm. um, retweet us. They always show us love. Um, and we love y'all over there at by connections, gay stories, um, mm-hmm. here for a podcast, a little juju podcast, um, hood raps to head raps. That is with a trans man and Erica Hart, her husband, um, big girl slay. Y'all always show us love. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Um, um, Miss Vixen, that is mm-hmm. Queen um, from T with Queen and Jay's podcast. Um, her, she just kind of branched out to d- do a podcast version of her online zine. Um, and she had me on there as a guest. Love, love, love her, of course. Um, the Sexually Liberated Woman, Evian Whitney, um, Sunshine Singles. from okay. who? Single Simulcast. Oh, single simulcast. And Sunshine from Mocha Minute. She always shows me love. Thank you, Sunshine. I love you, love it, love you, girl. Um, Sydney from We See You Sis podcast. And Hell Now podcast with Brian is his new podcast with me being featured on it. And we're having fun talking about culture in a funny way. Um, And, of course, we got a shout out. Not that they need a lot of shout outs because they're doing big things. The Read, one of the... um, one of the major things that happened over, um, you know, is when they shouted us out on their show. 
it really just it keeps bringing on so many people yes. <laughs> to us because there's such a major platform. Hmm. Just that little bit of that little bitty segment of them talking about us brought so many people to us. Oh. It was kind of wild. So appreciate um, it. We appreciate it. We I don't think they did it on purpose. <laughs> 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 but but you know, I it was because of the people who were already following us mm-hmm. who listened to them. They retweeted them and was like, yo, march to play, march to play, march to play. And they was like, oh, well, this may be the people. Yes. <laughs> and so, and shout you know, out to y'all. Shout out to y'all for showing us love yes. and get us, getting them to shout us out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Don't forget What's the Remedy Podcast. Yeah. What's the mm-hmm. Remedy Podcast who had Mia on there as mm-hmm. a guest. So. Did you do Barry from Pods and Color? Yeah, we already okay. named her. So. Those are the people that <laughs> those are all the people that we wanted to kind of show love and um, let y'all know that we really appreciate y'all for listening to us and being a support system on our show and sharing us with your people. We really want to shout out to all the patrons. Mm-hmm. Like yo, y'all have really y'all don't know how clutch y'all have been no in um, some of the costs that has been. Um, in our travels and mm-hmm. paying for like rooms for us and like you really really have helped us um really stay afloat mm-hmm. <laughs> being able to pay for things and yeah. not have to go in our own money in order mm-hmm. to be able to go to stuff and do things to share with y'all mm-hmm. so we really 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 appreciate patrons we love that y'all um hell yeah yeah, that's just what it is. Yeah. I put put your money where your mouth yeah. is, and y'all find our content important enough to sow some seeds into, and we really, 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 really appreciate that. Um, did y'all want to say anything else? <laughs> Uh, I just appreciate everyone who even mentions us, even if it's not, um, even if you're not a patron, if you're, if you're adding us and you're, you're, if, even if you're not adding us, if you're just talking about us in normal conversation, I, mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys as well. Thank you. Yeah, pretty much said on that needs to be said. We love all you guys. So. Yeah. Tell me, this is the last question for the show. I meant that. Tell me. Tell me what you know about. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. Tell me if uh, it ain't good enough uh, for your back. back. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. Tell uh. me. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Anyway. Okay, so I was feeling very Jodeci. Uh, yes. in a, <laughs> who is that? No, it's I'm definitely not. Is it Groove? It is Jodeci, I think. Groove? No, that's... No, that's Jodeci. I, I think that's Jodeci. Is it? Tell me... What you want? Yeah, I think that's y'all to see. I thought it was like groove theory. You know, he's always like crying that. and begging for something. No, you th- we you gotta think, get to the no, bottom of you, it. You thinking? Tell me if you want me to um, give you all my yeah, time. Yeah, that ain't out. it. That's groove theory. Oh, tell me what you want. No, that's fucking Drew Hill. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't no fucking y'all to see. It's no, Drew Hill. but it was giving me that feel. <laughs> that's Drew Hill. Very. A, I'm like, it's not y'all to see. <laughs> yes, it's Drew Hill. Tell me what you want. That's what they okay. were doing this jump <laughs> with the feet stomp. <laughs> so anyway, those so, a cow beads. <laughs> so tell me, what do y'all, what do y'all hope for for the future for this next coming year, th- year three? 
I just hope more opportunities. Yeah. Um, photo shoots. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mia been trying to organize his photo shoots Listen. for months now. The dude <laughs> didn't hit me back when we were supposed to. It just it was crazy. It, so it just hasn't worked out. So we're gonna try to make it work out. Um, um definitely um some merch. I have some ideas about that. <laughs> um we've been working on that. Um I I just want us to I just want us to grow even more. Um just I just hope that we're blessed with amazing opportunities so that we're able to um help people in general and especially uh trans people. And like be able to do the ground root works, like some of the things that you were telling me about, um, as far as like uh, B Tech and um, going to the Trans March and mm-hmm. um, just just other things. Yeah, I just hope that we we are able to grow and and opportunities to do more ground root work, mm-hmm. ground root work. What about you? Z? I hope that we do something fun together, like mm-hmm. a cruise or some type of vacation. Yeah, that sounds fun. Some fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what Mia said, I also hope that um, I continue to allow myself to open more, open up more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just hope, I really just hope a lot of things. Like, I hope I become closer with my family, um, make new friends. This don't really have nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was, this is in like, my mind, I was like, <laughs> what does that have to do with podcast? But I didn't want to bless your bubble. I was like, let him roam. Like, let him roam. <laughs> new Year's resolution <laughs> type of stuff. Okay. But anyways, for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I hope that we do grow and we continue to get a bigger fan base and that we can do more things and travel and um, get paid for our work and mm-hmm. um, yeah, do something fun. Yeah. I hope that we're able yeah, to change. That's really the mind thing. I'm sorry, Don. Go ahead. I'm done. I must call you Diamond. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I-, I wanted to add this. I hope we're able to change people's perceptions and. And help them grow in their language as far as the LBGT <laughs> community. <laughs> and I think Diamond is doing language. an amazing job with Not just Trans language. 101. <laughs> <laughs> Not just language, but just how you treat human beings in the world. Yeah. Just, oh gosh. Anyway, I feel like. You know all those things. Yeah. There's yeah. so many things. Um, I really, my goal, well, first of all, I want to find a job in Houston so that we can stay together. Because, bitch, <laughs> if I had to move all the way out of state, that's going to change some shit. And y'all all the way in Houston, that's going to be late. So I want to find a job in Houston so we can stay together and continue mm. and continue. Yes. That's number one. <laughs> um, I also want to... Um, so I really want to get into more archival work. So I'm trying if you if somebody is out there is a grant writer and you want to help by writing a grant for me to be able to do some archival work. There are a lot of trans folks around the country that I want to bring on the show that I want to introduce y'all to that I have a that I have uh have had the blessing to be able to meet that you don't know because they only shine light on celebrity trans folks. There's folks that are out here that have been doing work for years and being groundbreaking and I would love to be able to archive 
them and interview them and try to get my the what we do here um, entered into the Library of Congress. That would be an amazing goal Sick for thing. me. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I want to do, to do some type of archival work with our show to be able to um, have something that a legacy so you can hear people in the trans community um because 50 years from now i don't know what's going to happen you see what i'm saying so i want to be i wanted to make sure that it can be erased it can be somewhere that's archived and somebody cares about it and so um yes that's what Mm. i want to do that's the goal so if anybody can want to help me with that help me (laughs) so I want because us you, to. But I, I, but I just wanted to interrupt you mm-hmm. there because when I, I think that's very important that you mentioned that as far as arch- archival work. Because when I, when me and Z went to Pride here in Houston, they had like a historical, like little, uh, little tent and like they didn't have anything about trans people. Of course, they had a section, but they were like, uh, yeah, we kind of, I think they had put it away. And I was like, what? Yeah, and they only had the um the the gay historic historic stuff in in the sign. I was like, okay, right. So it's important. So I think it's very important, exactly. especially with affirmations when you know like there are people who have done work and that are just like you. It, I feel like it gives you a sense of purpose. And knowing the history of how pride came about, anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like that's shady beyond yeah. belief. But anyway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think that's really what I want us to grow to. Where we're doing a little bit, doing what we already do, mm-hmm. um, and adding an element of archival work. Where I'm maybe we're tra- we all are traveling around, or mm-hmm. individually we can um, interview people who are pillars in the community, not just elders, but young people who are really just out here doing work and changing lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to do. I want us to grow and grow and grow and grow. Um, and I just want to be able to do this for a living. I wish that we would, I wish that we had enough patrons <laughs> to be able to do this for a living. It's going to happen. And yeah, I wanna, it's, it's growing. Thank you. And I want to emphasize how much I appreciate how authentic it is. We not, Kissing nobody ass. Yeah, right. It's Sucking ours. We, it's, what we put out is ours. We don't have to adjust it. <laughs> That's what I hope that we continue to do. Yeah, we I hope that. Continue to keep that integrity too. that we keep. Yeah. No matter how big the platform gets. So we got to make that pack now. <laughs> okay, let's oh, We already blood. did that in the beginning. Cut we cut blood. cut blood like we did in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to cut our heads. <laughs> Now that's yeah. old school, old school. <laughs> so yes, um <laughs> I wanted to grow and I want to continue to the integrity. I want to continue um to come to y'all every week. So like I hear often um in like some of the reviews and stuff. Okay. No, like um oh that the podcast isn't for the weak hearted. Why do you think um a lot of people uh make that comment? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I saw it. Oh, um, maybe what? Well, maybe I'm because I've heard that a couple of times. I oh, I believe you. I just we not for everybody. Yeah, but what is that exactly? Like, like is well, that first a bad of all, thing? is that a? First of all, we are a black. I think it's a good thing. We are a pro-black, pro-film, 
pro-trans, pro-LGBT, leftist, mm-hmm. <laughs> leftist, pro-ho, mm-hmm. <laughs> pro-poor people, mm-hmm. pro-immigrant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are you a mean? really progressive, far-left podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're not moderate at all. So there's going to be people who don't like us. There's going to be people who don't fuck with us. There's going to be people who disagree. That's just what it is. So yeah. we're not going to be for everybody. Yeah, that's true. As <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's, you feel me? Yeah. But we be saying some real shit. Why do you feel that they said that? Um, I Just because we're very authentic and sometimes... Um, well, a lot of the time, we definitely don't edit what we how we feel. Like we don't, we don't sugarcoat. It's not something that we're gonna just be like, oh, you know, let's 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 be a little bit more softer so we can you make do. sure. <laughs> yeah. I yes, you do. Because oh. I remember, I remember an episode diving where you was. <laughs> well, what I was saying is Mia. <laughs> Mia tries to be nice. She'll be. It'll be a real. She'll. It, the statement will still be real and be authentic. It's just she tried to say it in a nicer way than Mia Z would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's a I, nice one. I do. And then I'm I like, do. I'm like a level above her, and then Diamond is way not that. <laughs> way not that. <laughs> so it's a balance. Yeah, it's, it's a, a balance. balance. So we, <laughs> so we want to continue y'all to bring that motherfucking real shit. To y'all, and we want to thank y'all for supporting us for this second year of Marsha's Plate, and we hope that y'all continue to support us in Mm -hmm. our third year. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We re- we really appreciate you guys. I wish I can give you like a big hug. Okay, so if you're in the car right now or wherever you're at, give yourself a, a big hug. <laughs> like you know, like you did in high school. My love. Dream girls. Hard to say goodbye, my love. I don't know the rest of the words. I don't either. That's the only part I know. <laughs> right. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not goodbye. We're just we're um so we we'll have episodes weekly or in October, but they are pre-recorded and ready and waiting for y'all to listen to them. Um so thank y'all so much. See ya. All right, we'll see you on the see ya. Restaurants closed. Bye, y'all. <laughs> well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's gonna be alright.